Hey guys, it's me, the comeback coach. Guys, know your eyes are not deceiving you. It is not Wednesday. Today's a special Thursday Thunder edition of the Vertical Momentum Podcast. Today we're talking with one of my heroes. If it wasn't for Jordan, I wouldn't be a top direct sales voice on LinkedIn. I wouldn't have one of the fastest growing newsletters on LinkedIn. We wouldn't have over 30,000 connections on LinkedIn. So if it wasn't for Jordan, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been introduced to Miss Jessica Dalby, which is she's a total life changer. So if it was that was it for Jordan? There's three people that I really love on on LinkedIn that, that have taught me everything. Jordan Mendoza, Joshua B. Lee, and Rachel B. Lee. They are the three amigos. They are the best you can find on LinkedIn. And if it wasn't for Jordan, I would not be putting out my brand new book, which will be dropping soon. So Jordan, brother, thank you so much for everything you have done for me over the years. Hey, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, it, it's funny, I just put out a post uh, recently across all my platforms. It'll actually go to LinkedIn today. And it was talking about, you know, people that have impacted you. And when's the last time you told them? So the fact that you just, you know, did that and you acknowledge that I've helped you, like, I didn't realize that I actually helped you in that large of a capacity. And that really means a lot. And what Richard just did, guys, is he just modeled what we should be doing early and often with people that actually add value to our lives. Because you never know, you know, it may be too late, right? It may be too late one day where you had all these great things and someone taught you this great stuff. And you don't want to be living with that regret that I didn't go back and say, hey, thanks, you know, because it because it means a lot. It made my day just hearing it. And I'm sure for the people that have impacted you. Uh, showing that gratitude and acknowledgement, it's going to make their day as well. So I appreciate that. Well, I just wrote an article not even 10 minutes ago. I just released it on uh, on, on my my Thursday new newsletter. I do a newsletter every week. It's called Thursday Thunder. And it talks about how to build relationships at work and at home. Because what good is it being great in the boardroom but not being great in the bedroom? And it's all about sure. building relationships because what good is it to be a successful business owner, have a big yep. house, a big boat, a big car and eat at the kitchen table by yourself. So 100%. it's all about building relationships. So for my first question is, what is your definition of resiliency, especially because we've seen since the downturn of 2020, 2020 how you had to be resilient in business or you're going to go out of business? So what is your yeah. definition of resilience? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, kind of pushing the business context aside, uh, I've had to be resilient in my life in so many different capacities, you know, whether that was, you know, being a little fourth grader that got stung by 53 bees, you know, or whether it was being racially profiled and beaten by police and falsely arrested at 12, or whether it was my, my high-speed accident at 19 that I had to recover and learn, relearn how to walk again. So there's, you know, resiliency comes in a lot of different forms and fashion, but I think the grit and determination that you build by going through really, really hard things, it enables us to see through a lens that we've never seen through before because we've never seen through those eyes before. It opens up our perspective and our perception. So when something like COVID happens, you know, there's there was really just a few different types of people. There was the people that retreated and kind of went in and were like, hey, everything bad's happening and I'm just going to kind of fold. And there were the people that looked at it and said, wow, how awesome is this? Look at all the time that I just gained. I no longer have to drive to the office anymore. I no longer have to sit in three hours of traffic. I gained all this time. Let me invest it in things that can move the needle forward. Let me reignite uh, this love or passion I had for this hobby or this skill set. And we've seen the birth of so much happen because of that. And then you had the person that was kind of in the middle, you know, that didn't know which way to go and and just kind of, you know, played it safe and played in that even field. And so, you know, when it comes to 
what what people do it's really up to them and and what their perspective is but i think that the best thing that we can all do is try to surround ourselves you know with the people that look at things from that positive perspective because uh you know our environment is important you know the people that we surround ourselves is important and if you surrounded yourself with a lot of people that were doom and gloom uh, i can tell you what where your mindset was when everything happened and if you were surrounding yourself with people that you know had a little bit of optimism and, and could see the beauty in the shutdown and the calm of and the time now that you get got to spend with your family and if you've got kids the time that you got to spend and and kind of you know I, I don't know how many board games richard we played you know during that time and it was like there was so much bonding that took place and and happened you know and again it's all about our mindset and it's all about how are we looking at it because we we all have the same choices in life we have a choice of whether to respond or react we have a choice of whether to you know move forward or move backwards and so that choice is up to us uh and how we do that now you are one of the only i think there's one or two that have been on my show three times you've been on the audio version you've been on this version and this is our second our second time on this version together so you know and so guys we're going to talk about LinkedIn, especially, um, we, we've we've went back in his last episode. You can find it where he talks about almost getting locked up just playing a video game at the age of twelve. So if you want to find out about that, find out one of our our old episodes. So we're but we're today we were going to focus on LinkedIn because for me, I spend more time on LinkedIn than any other social media platform. And when I joined Jordan's Trailblazing Group. And we'll talk about that in a minute. I had no presence on LinkedIn. I didn't even have an about me section. And now we're at 30,000 connections, top, top direct sales voice, all because of his group and his teachings. So, Jordan, you know, we all start out with making a profile. You know, nobody 100%. starts out with 30, 40, 50,000 followers. So, we all start out. So, take us to the basics of who yeah. should be on LinkedIn, why they should be on LinkedIn. Sure, yeah, I, I think that everyone should be on LinkedIn, regardless if you're a student, if you're a corporate employee, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a side hustler, you know, you everybody should be on there because in 2024, uh, everybody uh, needs to be found somewhere, right? And you can't just be on one platform, uh, you know, in 2024, you need to, establish your online presence and what linkedin is going to enable you to do is establish online presence in a business context right because you know when people most people that think about linkedin i just presented for close to 50 real estate agents uh on monday and you know i said the same thing to them it's like you know you you have to have your your systems your process your foundations it's just like if you were building a house right if those foundations are not strong uh, over time, that house is going to start to fall over. So on LinkedIn, the reason why it's so important that everyone not only has a profile, but it's foundationally dialed in from top to bottom, from from banner to licenses and skill sets, right? All of it has got to be super optimized because again, that is the story. That is the message that you're sending to anyone that either finds you by, by, from your content, they find you in search, or they just happen to land you know, on your profile, you know, your profile has to tell a story. It has to do something. Okay. And so no matter, again, any of those categories, student, uh, corporate employee, side hustler, you know, real estate agent, service provider, you should be on LinkedIn. Okay. Now, now that we've established that everyone should be there. Okay. What, what should your profile look like? Like what are the kind of components that need to be dialed in and and again i'm going to use the real estate example because it's super easy and super clear to be able to use that and what i mean by real estate is the first piece of real estate on linkedin that we all have is our banner image it's that long image that i would say 50 percent of people don't have anything there and that's one of the biggest mistakes because it is a piece of real estate okay if you want to get your name up on the billboard in Times Square, Richard, you know how much that costs. It's not cheap, okay? 
well, you've got a Times Square billboard for free that LinkedIn gives you, and most people aren't taking advantage of that real estate. Okay. And so what do I mean by taking advantage of it? Well, it, it should, you know, have your logo on there. It should have a photo. It should have your service statement. You know, who, who are you and who do you serve? And then some type of call to action uh, can be added as well that tells people what you want them to do. Okay, so that's kind of you know step one when as you're building out your profile or, or if you guys are listening to this, even pull up your profile while I'm talking and go through and see what which one of these components uh, do I not have dialed in. Okay, uh, the next area that you want to tackle is your actual photo because I've actually seen Richard. I know you've come across this. There are people that you you look at their photo and then you get on a Zoom call with them and they're completely they're not the same person. Right, because the the photo that they used was from back in 2017, pre-pandemic, with a suit and tie on, and now they're wearing a T-shirt every day because they're working from home. You know, so you want your photo should be a direct depiction of what you look like today. And if I were going to get on a call with Richard, I hope that that I see the same Richard that I saw in that profile. And to make this easy on yourself. That photo should also be the same photo that you have on TikTok, that the same photo that you've got on Instagram and Facebook and Clapper and YouTube. It should be the same because it should be you, right? This is your personal brand, if that makes sense, okay? So those are the first things that I would tackle. And, and before we get to some questions from you, Richard, I'm just going to jump into the third, which is your headline text. Your headline text is that text that's right under your name. And, you know, mine says, you know, I teach, uh, you know, coaches, consultants and service providers how to build authority and monetize social media. So it's very clear and define what I do and who I serve when people read the text under my name. OK, in addition to your head, your service statement, you want to add keywords. You know, I'm a podcast host. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I'm a coach. I want to be found on the algorithm for those keywords. So you want to make sure those keywords that you would like to be found for are dialed in. And then you want to have a call to action. Mine says, check out my featured section to subscribe to my newsletter. And so I'm literally telling people what, who I am, who I serve, you know, what I want to be found for, and then what I want them to do next. Okay. And as we're talking, I'm actually, I have mine pulled up because I'm like, Hey, if Jordan's talking to me, I Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I need to improve. And for my my text is top 10 veteran voice at LinkedIn, top 0.0% globally ranked podcast host and producer, LinkedIn direct sales top voice. So when people look yeah. at me, they're like, okay, this is what he does. There's there's no other, you know, they, they know exactly what to look for. But, you know, I also love that LinkedIn now will let you they will let, let you put your website up and they'll be able to yep. do right, go directly right to your website, right, right from your profile, which they yes. never really did before. Yeah. Right. And so, and what's really nice is if you are a premium subscriber, so if you subscribe to LinkedIn premium, you get actually some more opportunities for call to actions for one, instead of the website going under your follower account, it'll actually be very prominent and you can basically change that text to say what what you want, and it also is as uh, shows in your content feed. So as you post content, like let's say your CTA or your website text said book an appointment, every post you put out at the very top of your post now is a clickable URL in your post. And the third place where that URL is clickable outside of your profile and your post is in the DMs. Now, when people send you a message, they can see at the very top, it says whatever that CTA is for premium users. So that's another little pro tip. And honestly, for me, that's worth the about 70 bucks a month that I pay for LinkedIn premium because it's helping me convert passive people, right? Somebody could send me a message. We could be having a conversation and they could say, huh, let me check out their website. And then they can opt in and then they can be nurtured through the process that's dialed in on the back end. So LinkedIn is really, really changing the game when it comes to making it easier for people to do business with each other. Now, also, if you're a veteran, they will give you for the first year, they will give you premium for free. 
And all you yes. have to do is provide your credentials. So if you want, for me, what I did is the first year I did the free and because they also give you LinkedIn courses for free, I took as many courses on LinkedIn, link, you know, LinkedIn etiquette, do this and do that. So for a whole year, you get free courses, you get everything for free for one whole year if you're a veteran. So you can't beat that with a bat, right? Yep. Yep. That's great. That's huge. Yeah. And so if, if we're talking, right, we've covered so far, for those of you that are uh, note takers, you know, uh, make sure you guys are writing this stuff down because again, my whole goal, you know, is I want to give you actionable advice, right? I want you, I want this to be so transferable that you could literally do the things I'm telling you while you're listening and you will start to see some positive impact. That's really the whole goal. And so the next thing I would look at uh, is you want to look at, is my uh, featured section turned on? And if it's not, you want to find, you know, one thing, okay, not 20 or 30 or 10 or five or four, one thing, one place that you want to drive traffic to. So for me, uh, and I launched my newsletter, Trailblazing Tips, a little bit over a year ago with zero subscribers and now we're approaching 18,000 subscribers and I and I attribute a lot of that to the fact that I feature my newsletter as the standalone item in my featured section and what that gives you the ability to do is it gives people the ability to passively subscribe to your newsletter so anyone that lands on my profile because it's optimized and it, it's dialed in People are going to start at the top. They're going to keep scrolling their way till they get to that featured section. I tell them what's in the featured section, and then they can click a button that says subscribe. So it's very passive. And um, again, you don't have to use a newsletter. Maybe you don't have a newsletter yet. Well, pick whatever that one thing is that you want to drive traffic to. Maybe it's your, your calendar link. Maybe it's a landing page. Maybe it's your website. Maybe it's your book. Maybe it's your YouTube channel. I don't know what your goals are, but I would pick one thing and add that to your featured section and you will see the the positive conversions that start to take place. Okay. So talk about, you know, for newsletters, I love, I've been doing my newsletter for a while now. I think we have like 5,000 subscribers. Uh, but when I hit that, that send button, that goes out to 5,000 people that go. I mean, my wife even says, you just put another one out. I just got a notification on my email. So, I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, you're getting yeah. free, free. You're getting in somebody's inbox. A hundred percent. A penny. Right? Well, but here's the thing, guys. You actually get to double dip there because what most people don't realize is it not only goes to their inbox on LinkedIn, but it also gets to their email. And all of the links that you put into your newsletter that you publish, those links are also live in email. So you actually get you're hitting them twice with value you're hitting them twice with a cta and you're getting double the potential to reach people and get conversions if that's your goal for the newsletter maybe you've got a sponsor like i have i usually have a sponsor for each edition and i want to edify and add value to that sponsor so when i put them in their logo and their backlink in there they're getting two times the opportunity to to have someone go to their website, plus it's evergreen, okay? It's evergreen, guys, meaning as long as my LinkedIn account is live and it's been published as an addition, it can be found 24 hours a day for the end of time. And that's super valuable. And that's why I've been able to actually get a lot of people that want to sponsor each edition for a fee because they know the reach that they're gonna get as a result of it. And if they get even, one conversion usually it's worth that investment to get that expanded reach okay but now something that i noticed and from you obviously from something because I'm, I'm i'm in your courses I'm, I'm in your your facebook group that when i post something on linkedin they give you an option for your newsletter or your article to write write out an seo and when i hit that button it'll go out on google it'll go out on search engines so now yep. not only when i put my my linkedin articles on linkedin now it's also being found on bing 
It's being found on Google. So talk about that now, because yes. you know they're all you know you know um, LinkedIn is owned by a certain company and they push all their yep. stuff out. So talk 100%. about that a little bit. Talk about yeah, that. every and that's actually it's uh, what's what's really cool, Richard, is it's not just for newsletters. Any any piece of content that you publish on LinkedIn will rank in Google. It, it'll be found on every search engine uh, that's out there. And so if you think about it, so I've been publishing content on LinkedIn since April of 2019 is when I really got active. And because I've been consistent over the past five five six years, when you look me up, if you type in Jordan Mendoza LinkedIn. I literally have all the real estate on Google and I've paid this much in ad spend. Okay. I've, I've paid $0 for PR and I rank in Google at the top. Okay. If you type in Jordan Mendoza newsletter, you're going to find that I am the first search that comes up. If you type in Jordan Mendoza podcast, you're going to find that I'm the first search that pops up. And that's because, and again, little pro tip, it's not just LinkedIn anymore, guys. Everything you publish on TikTok ranks in Google, everything you published on Instagram or Facebook, they, they help your domain authority rise. And if you can be consistent enough to continue to show up, when people start to search for you, guess who, who's going to be at the top? You're going to start to rise to the top. And I love that. So, okay, so now as we're scrolling, because I have my phone open, uh, I'm, I'm paying attention, obviously, I'm not doing anything else, but, you know, I go down to my, a lot of people, They'll friend request me because I get now when you get popular on, on LinkedIn, you get thousands of requests every day and I'll go down and I'll search and I'll look at their about me and it says nothing about them. And sure. I get I it that a lot of people are not great authors. They're not great orators, but something that you told me and I've used it personally, I went to chat GPT four, put sure. all my information in. And sure. had it write it for me to make it look professional. So talk about the about me, because if they don't know about you, they're not going to invest in you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, uh, you know, one of the biggest things that I coach my clients on all the time is, you know, people buy from people. Right. We're, we're humans. We want to buy from humans. And if we can't see ourselves in your story, if we can't see ourselves in what the narrative that you're putting out there. Uh, business is going to be a lot harder. And so I always say, you know, your about summary is about you, right? You, the person listening to this, you, the person that's going to watch this replay or hear this on whatever platform that Richard has this on. It's literally about you. And the more storytelling you can do, the deeper context that you can give to show off the fact that you are a human, that you are resilient, that you have been through some things, you've overcome some stuff, and you're still, you know, standing in spite of all the things that's happened, you know, happened in your life. You know, that's what people resonate with. Okay, and so I always encourage my clients when I'm coaching them on the about summary is that first line has got to be a hook. You know, my first line says, "Growing up with a mom that had one lung taught us a lot about what real adversity was," and most people that that see that have most people have had a mom, you know, and when we think about our mom and we think about, you know, the impact that they may have played in our world, people instantly will say, wow, I didn't think I would see that on LinkedIn. And that compels them to do what? To want to keep reading. Okay. Yeah. And so to, to your thing with chat GPT, you know, the one thing I have a love hate relationship with, 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 uh, with ChatGPT, because the worst thing you can do is have ChatGPT do everything, and then you just take it for what it's worth, and you just go post it. The best thing that you can do is leverage it with the data that you want, and just have it massage and tweak and iterate. But you want it to be in your voice as much you can. And unfortunately, you know, robots don't have voices, so again, it has to be personalized okay chat gpt is a tool just like a comb is just like you know a tire is for a vehicle it is a tool it's part of the overall mechanism but it should never be the end-all be-all and when it comes to writing your summary what i always encourage is you take the you know one line approach with a space so you have that white line in between because that's going to be so much easier for the readers and we are more likely to invest in something that looks easier to read than something that's jumbled all together. 
And, and I, I'm writing stuff down because I'm just thinking, because I'm looking at mine, I'm like, man, I should do that one line. I'm like, it's interesting, but that one line would set everything apart, especially if I put from dope dealer to hope dealer on that one line. It's just going to sure. It'll work, so. Yeah. How strong, how strong is your hook, right? Yep. Yeah. And I'm always looking to improve. That's why I talk to professionals like you, because I don't know what I don't know. And I have no problem paying for it to teach me to, you know, you can teach me for whatever amount a month, hundred dollars a month. So for that $97 a month, I can create a hundred thousand dollars a year. So for sure. me, it's worth it. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, I also see that when I go on somebody's profile, they don't have their top skills listed. So I'm like, well, I don't know how you can serve me if I don't know what you're great at. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. Skills are important. And one in one area that I see a lot of people just um don't have filled out is each each experience section, right? Each each thing that you put on as experience, right? A job, a side hustle, uh, a contract position. Each of those experience sections, there there's more data that you can add to actually enrich that section, which is going to help searchability. Okay, obviously the words that you put in are searchable through SEO, but in addition to that, you can add in links to drive traffic to particular sites, you can add in images. And then also to your point, Richard, you can actually add skills that tie into that role. And that actually helps your searchability on the platform. Now, there are some changes that are happening. So this is kind of some pro tips here. Um, uh, at some point this month, uh, creator mode is essentially going, it's, it's not really going away in the sense that you won't be able to go live and you won't be able to do audios. That's not happening, but it's going away in the sense that it doesn't have to be toggled on anymore. It's just features that everyone is going to have open access to. So that's the first thing. The other thing that we're going to see uh, towards the end of February into the you know maybe first couple weeks of March, and this is super important that we're having this conversation right now, is your about summary is about to become front and center on your profile. And what I mean by that is that is actually going to shift all the way up to the first thing that people see. So now you may want to reevaluate what your about summary looks like today. And you may want to rewind this episode and go through that framework of how it should be written. And again, I'll give you context. You got to have a hook. You've got to tell a story. And then you can start to kind of showcase your skills and expertise and and spell out what you're looking for and then have a clear call to action on what you want people to do next. But that framework is going to, to be more important that it's implemented because now your about summary is going to be that first impression. Okay. It's going to be the thing that if that's not dialed in foundationally, you're going to start to lose people right away. Okay. So then that's something I want to talk about. Um, because I'm going through this right now, but you know, one thing that I, I realized that I had to, I changed that now we're now that we're a top LinkedIn direct voice, and I put that in my headline. All of a sudden, every single person, all thirty thousand of my, my my connections, all got that my my job title changed, and I got thirty thousand emails saying congratulations. So talk about that a little bit. And that, yes, and that's something it was free. I didn't think yep. about it. I didn't even know about it. But I yep. think that's something if you get promoted or if you have another skill you're adding, that's a way to get everybody to know, well, now what you're yeah. doing, what's going on now. Yeah. N- now what I want to talk about is a, a, a strategy that you can actually add to that so that it's done uh, strategically and it's uh, meant to drive traffic to wherever you want to drive traffic to. Because again, with what Richard just said, and this is 100% true, and you've been able to do this for quite some time now, but anytime you go to update your experience section or you add a new, you know, some new experience data, you have the ability to notify your audience or not. And it's something that happens between two and 24 hours. You can toggle it on or you can toggle it off. Now, what, what I teach people to do is, you know, if you're going to update anything and you're going to get that type of reach, 
you might as well capitalize on that reach. Does that make sense? Because to, to Richard's point, he said it sent out to his 30,000 people and he got so many people that were sending him messages, right? Well, what if those people that were sending you messages automatically got got positioned in front of an offer or a service or your podcast, right? And so instead of you having to manually reply to all of those people, which I'm sure you're probably still doing it, <laughs> you know, it's hard to get back to that many people. Yeah. What if you could have an automation in place strategically that's set up before you you send that notification out so that everybody that sends you that congratulations message now gets an automatic reply that says thank you and it drives them exactly to the place that you want them to go how much more value richard do you think that would have added to your business if that process was dialed in when you sent that notification out yep and i'm still learning uh, and, I, and I'm putting and I'm putting into action everything you do. So now, if you go to my about me, I just changed mine a minute ago. So now it says from dope dealer to hope dealer dot 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 white space. So I'm doing go. what Jordan tells me to do. Love I'm it, love doing it. it. So yeah, okay, and so what? and so again, guys, if you want to. You know, that process, right, that process to essentially it's creating a funnel ahead of time before you put that notification out. Uh, that's something that I'm, you know, I'm teaching all my clients in my you know, weekly coaching. But obviously, for folks that work on me, I have, you know, group LinkedIn, I have group overall social media, and then I have one on one LinkedIn. But that strategy itself has been getting conversions for my clients for the last four or five years. And it's something that you can only do guys if you have LinkedIn premium, uh, if you have LinkedIn premium and, and if you guys want access to that, if you're interested, Hey, that sounds cool. You know, I have a thousand people that I'd love to drive traffic to somewhere. I have 20,000 people and maybe I'm, I just am starting my company. If you guys want that secret, uh, when you're done with this episode, you guys need to email me, Jordan at blazeyourowntrailconsulting.com, and I will send you a link for a virtual coffee, and I will literally peel back the calendar and show you how to set that up in your business. And I'm only doing that because of the comeback coach here, adds so much value to his audience, and, and I want to make sure I can give you guys that value. So anyone that emails me direct uh, as a result of hearing that and is excited about the potential of being able to have that turned on strategically, I will literally help you do that personally. Okay. So let's talk about experience because I also, I see a lot of people and they have maybe one job and they've had many jobs in the past, but they only have the one experience. And I'm like, well, if you only have one experience and you're 45 years old, uh, what happens to, yeah. to the other 35 years? So yeah, about I, I would say that experience is exactly what it is. It's experience. You know, we, we learn lessons. We learn we, we failed in that role. We've grown in that role. That role has paved the way. Like it, without my 15 years in property management and eight of that in training and development, there is no business. Does that make sense? Like I, I would not be doing a lot of things that I did without that experience. So what I would encourage everyone to do, it, it may not seem maybe maybe you've got a complex because it may not seem like the the sexiest job or the sexiest place, but we all have a journey and we've all done things and we've all worked in places. And I can guarantee you, there's something that you learn from that experience that's contributed to your future success. So I would just say, hey. Even if it's you know a fast food place, or even if it's you know a place that you're at just a couple months, adding it in and getting that extra SEO and getting and attaching the skill sets that were required and necessary, that's going to be far more positive than having to ask the questions on why there's a 30 year gap, you know, or why there's a 15 year gap and like what were you doing? Does that make sense? And so even you know maybe you were in school, maybe maybe that's why, maybe. You know, you were ill, you know, maybe leverage that as part of your about summary story, you know, and fill that in and say, hey, this is why I have that limited experience. So, again, it's just you got to communicate it. And no experience to me is uh, is too little experience. I even I have a 
I had a one day job as an ice cream man and I learned so many lessons by making $12 in 12 hours. <laughs> you better guarantee I, I learned a lot of lessons making a dollar an hour by being an ice cream man for one day at 21. Okay, and as I'm going down, you know, I see a lot of people with education, you know, they'll only put colleges, but I put my my high school also. And I've had Link because Lincoln will show you, you know, Belmont, definitely makes and people will be like, Hey, we went to school together, let's connect. Right? Do you agree with that? We might have got our, our uh, it might have got frozen up a little bit. So, like, if you go look at mine, it'll say what schools I went to, colleges, but also my high school. And I've had plenty of people reach out and say, "Hey, we went to Belleville High School together. Let's chat. Let's hang out." Yeah, hundred percent. Having having your education in there, you will find alumni, right? Alumnus. You'll find people that that you know a lot of people take pride take pride in that right whether you went to college or just high school but people will find you and they'll get pointed to you because of that association and and actually it's the same thing when it comes to experience you, you may have only worked at that place for a little bit of time but there's other people that may may remember you maybe you had an impact in someone's life and if they see that you're associated with that that could be a connection point and put you in touch with somebody. And, and again, if they had a positive experience with you, they could be the next person that recommends you for your next thing, right? So uh, I think that, you know, experience, whether it's education or actual jobs, it's so important to have that stuff in there. Because again, like you said, Richard, someone could find you because of that. And it could be a connection point. But I also, you know, I'm also looking, like I said, as I'm, as we're talking, I'm looking, um, when I, I say, if Jordan, if you connect with me and you send me a connection request, I'm going to go to your about me. I'm going to go to where you went to college. I'm going to see where you volunteered at, because I want to see not just Jordan Mendoza, the businessman. I want to see the husband, the father, you know, what you have going on outside. And a lot of times if somebody sends me or if I want to have somebody come on my show, I'll go through their profile and I'll see, hey, you know, you work for Habitats for Humanity, you know, and I'll actually write that in my in my DM. I'll be like, hey, I, I see you have a huge heart, especially for people that are in need. Thank you for for, um, you know, help helping people with yeah, Habitat for Humanity. And it lets people know, oh, wait a minute. He went that deep in, into my story. Yep. Let me know. But if that volunteer wasn't there, I wouldn't be able to do that. So talk about yes. that, you know, putting in your. Your, you know, your, your volunteering and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I'll say is, you know, you want to have a complete profile. And in my opinion, if there's things that are missing, your profile is not complete. So if you have volunteered, add it. If you have a license or a certification, add it. If you have skills, add them. If you've got experience, add it. <laughs> Does that make sense? So make sure that your profile, you know, if they give you real estate, use it. Okay. Because again, outside of what Richard just said, which is, Hey, I can see their values. I see they're in alignment with me. They're thinking about things that are bigger than themselves. Maybe now you, they're looking for someone that has the exact certification that you have, you know, but they, if they, it's not on there, people don't know about it, right? People not, are not just going to guess that you are philanthropic and that you volunteer. You got to show them that you actually do that. Right. So, so great point. And make sure your profile is literally from banner to the very bottom. It's completely dialed in and you've got as much data in there as you can because you don't want people to have to guess. You don't want people to have to go search on other platforms to learn more about you. You should have everything so dialed in that it's the one-stop shop of, of how to find out more information about you. And which one of them I find, which is very rare, which I don't really see a lot, is the honors and awards like for yep. us we won 2022 2023 now we're going to win 2024 local business of the year so i put that on there i also put that we're a top 0.5 percent globally ranked podcast if you can't brag about yourself and your company nobody else is going to brag about you so talk to us about your awards and your your honors that 
Because no, I don't see a lot of people putting that in their profiles, and it's available, but nobody really gets yep. anything in there. Yeah, again, again, make sure your profile's complete. So if you've ever received something, you know, people want to know about it. If if you like, I think I don't know what I have. I might have like assistant manager and manager of the year. I think I may have some things like that. But you know, whatever you put in there, um, just make sure that you know it's something that you truly want to highlight and and it's going to add value if you've won something of the year that means that you were the best of the best and that means you are uh you take pride in your work right so again it's showing people more about you and the bigger holistic picture that people can get about you the easier business is afterwards right because it's like they've been able to do their due diligence they can see your character they can see your your credentials they can see all of this data the, the other thing that uh that i would like to touch on when it comes to kind of street cred is your recommendations you know there are there aren't enough people that are asking clients or people that they've worked with or you know even podcast guests richard if you're not asking your podcast guest to give you a recommendation on LinkedIn, you know, those are things that you do want to ask for. So I'll ask it whenever I have a student complete, you know, a six week or a 12 week workshop with me, Hey, I'm going to send you, I let them know ahead of time. Okay. That I'm going to send you a recommendation on LinkedIn so they can check for it. And then I follow up if they, if I haven't seen the recommendation recommendation received yet. Right. Because it's one thing to, say that you have done awesome things but it's another thing for other people to say that you've done awesome things and so it, it it's instant credibility and i think i have close to 50 people that have recommended my profile and people can easily go down that list and they can see it's for different stuff some of it's for social media it might be for podcasting it might be in previous roles but what you'll see is the story is very very much the same he inspired he encouraged he motivated he helped me he coached me uh, does that make sense? And the more of that that's synonymous in each of them, the more that people can see the truth in what your ability is. And like my friend Damon says, you know, you got to be honest. Um, and yep. I made that mistake one time because my book is a top selling book. It wasn't, um, I forget what the word was. Um, it wasn't a bestseller. It wasn't, it was the number one top seller but not a number one bestseller. And I had somebody call me out and I was like, man, you're right. I'm sorry. And and I changed it. So now the book is a two time top, top seller, not number one bestseller. But you have to, like Damon said, you have to be honest because you're going to get fact checked. Once you get 100%. big enough, you're going to get fact checked. And if people like just say, okay, I got so many hundreds of thousands of followers on Facebook and they found out, wait a minute, he bought all those followers. And he's he's not getting yep. any engagement. You're going to get found out real quick. So I love what Damon said is is you have to be you know open and and honest about everything that you're putting because you will get fact checked. And LinkedIn is very good about fact checking, and they're also very good if you're going to put political stuff out there. They're just going to bury your stuff. So make sure and that's why I wanted to talk about what are some of the do's and don'ts on LinkedIn. And for me, my biggest pet peeve is if you're going to send a connection request and I know that you're just going to pitch me a second later, I'm not even going to accept because I know that it's just going to be a pitch fest. So what are some of the do's and don'ts on LinkedIn? Yeah, so one of the things that I always coach – LinkedIn programs or my weekly coaching is uh, a you want to send out uh, personalized requests, meaning you want to send them a, a request that's like, hey, how you doing? You know, I see you're doing like do do your due diligence, like Richard said earlier, and have some data on that person of why you want to truly connect with them, right? Because the biggest mistake that I see people make is just collecting connections. You know, there's no value in just going through and just hitting that connect, 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 you know, just with the hopes that someone will accept and you can go prey on them with your offer or your service right off the gate, right? There has to be a nurturing process that happens. You know, I always tell people, I always give people the analogy of like uh, a date night, right? Or, or dinner. You know, if you're going on a, a date with somebody, you don't typically 
order dessert first. You know, <laughs> there's a process. You, you usually get an appetizer and then you have a beverage and then you have your main entree. And then if you're lucky, maybe you go to dessert. And so what people are doing that connect and pitch is they're skipping a, a few steps. And so what I usually find myself doing, Richard, is I actually, I have empathy and I start coaching these people. And I'm like, hey, great to connect. You know, like we, we literally, I literally just ex the not getting the right information from someone else and they're receiving bad information and they're just going and being spammy with people you know and so it's it's really a coaching and a training issue it's uh, i don't blame it usually on the person because most people are just told what to do and they're not told to do the right things um and so you know that's one thing i always encourage is personalize your requests and if people accept thank them. How about we use some manners here? How about we say, hey, thanks so much for connecting. You know, if there's any way I can add value to you, don't hesitate to let me know. And then keep that conversation going, meaning engage with their content, like some of their stuff, comment on some of their stuff. And then if it, if it happens, then maybe say, hey, I'd love to get on a, a virtual coffee and see how we might be able to collaborate or add value to each other. That's a better approach than connect and pitch, you know, <laughs> now are people getting conversions from connecting and pitching? I'm sure they're probably getting some somewhere, but those are just transactions. And if you want to build sustainable relationships, then you've got to do it the right way. You can't skip a few steps in the process. Okay. So I found out cause like we only got uh, the top voice badge about a month ago and all of a sudden like, engagement went through the friggin' roof i don't know what happened but as soon as we got voted as a as a top voice it got stupid so what exactly is a top voice and how does it help your profile yeah so i mean it's it's kind of like a you know, those voice badges are, are are like a merit badge right it's it's a badge based on your activity on a specific subject does that make sense and so linkedin you know they they rolled out this new thing recently where um where basically they'll give you the opportunity to share your opinion right and so if you share your opinion on podcasting articles and you've done that for a, a few of them and people have engaged in those replies and those comments that will actually help you get that status of a top voice right because it's based off an algorithm it's based off data that's shown that you're a subject matter expert in that area and with what comes with top voices obviously you get a badge but yes they are going to beef up the amount of traffic that they're sending your way because you've qualified for this level of expertise does that make sense so that's why you, you said hey i saw this influx well it's be because of what you obtain it's very similar to like when i got verified on tiktok i think i had 2000 followers and a lot of people were like how the heck did you do that you don't have a million followers or 100,000 or i have friends today that have a million followers and they're still not verified because on tiktok it's not about the number of followers you have it's it's are you searchable can people find you are have you been in notable press like i've been featured in yahoo finance i've been featured in you know, Market Watch. I've been featured in some big, uh, some big shows. I've written a book. I've been interviewed by big platforms, and that's how I got the verification. But once it happened, I started to notice an influx in traffic because, again, people that are verified on platforms, you do get more organic traffic, okay? Because you're you've reached that status. Does that make sense? And so it's similar to LinkedIn that once you've kind of shown yourself as this expert in their eyes, they're going to naturally kind of bump up the the amount of people that you are shown to but now also because this is i mean for other people because i i also every day normally once or twice a day i'll get to say something linkedin recognize you as an expert would you like to contribute to this article yep yep so they're actually saying what is your opinion we're going to push it out and you might even get onto the into the LinkedIn news. So isn't that a, a, a something that can, even if you have a yes. small following that can actually 
push oh, yeah, yeah. showcasing your expertise is going to get you you know uh top voice and top voice can get you in their news right they're they're typically going to pick people that have ascended in some way to push out so you have higher chances of getting picked up by one of the linkedin news and being featured uh if you're replying to those articles but you also have the opportunity to get ascended into a badge status as well okay so now i found um for me i don't do it often i do it maybe once a week i'll do a poll i'll do like i did one uh last week was uh, are you to go with the article that i'm putting out today are you as present at home that you are in the office? And it got like 10,000 views and like 600 people said yes or no. So talk about polls, even though they can be annoying sometimes, but I think that if it's really business related, it can be, it can do really well for you. And then at the end yeah. of the polls, you can see who voted which way. And you could direct message them so you could start building relationships. So talk about that a little bit. Strategy. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that, yeah poll, polls. I say that every poll you put out should have a back-end strategy. That's the first thing that I'll tell you. So uh, to your point, right, if, if I was uh, – if the reason why you put out that poll is because you wanted to – uh, strategically reach out to all the, the voters, wh whether they, no matter which way they voted. Just to give you a perfect example, I did a poll recently about a new technology and I asked people, you know, what video conferencing technology they use. Do they use Teams? Do they use Zoom? Do they use Google Meets or something else? Put it in the comments, right? And so again, those were very forced choice, meaning they're going to pick one of those things that I gave them. And all of those for me were valuable answers, no matter which one they picked, because I actually had the strategy built out before I did the poll. So the strategy is, is I have a technology. Giving me more audience on platforms. It's giving me more sales conversions. It's, it's, uh, you know, getting more newsletter subscribers, more clients. And because that's benefiting me, I want more people to know about it. And so what I'm doing with the poll strategically is I'm gathering data of people that leverage video conferencing platforms. And then no matter which way they vote, I'm going to go and strategically message them and say, thanks so much for voting on the poll. It looks like you're using Zoom. I'd love to share this platform with you. And then it'll get them there and they could potentially leverage that. Does that make sense? So, so you want to have, before you do any poll, um, I always say that polls should not just be used for fun on LinkedIn. You can do fun on your own time. If you're going to be, you know, putting a poll out, you should have A and Z already figured out ahead of time. Okay. People only need to know about the poll, but you need to know like why you're doing it. You need to know what the purpose is. You need to know what actual conversion you're trying to get as a result of that poll. Okay. So that's, that's what I would do. And I've leveraged these things and I I've done polls that have gotten me 50 or 60 leads just from one poll, you know? Uh, and that is, that's a very, very high conversion for, you know, three or four minutes of your time to build out a strategic poll. But if you don't have a system and process on the back end for conversion, then you may as well not do the poll at all. And I love that. And like my friend Dennis Yu, which which is one of my one of my heroes, another gentleman, uh, he says, well, that even if you have a hundred people that 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 vote on it and it gets a thousand views, that's kicking you up in the algorithm. So, so then LinkedIn saying, hey, wait a minute, this guy's getting some some people are looking at his content. Let's push it out a little bit more, right? That's that's completely correct. It's going to get you more visibility. All right. So now talk to us because I said at the end we're going to be you're going to be dropping some serious knowledge and you, you're going to be dropping some some serious heat. So talk to us about what you got brand new going on right now. And I'm so yes. glad to be part of this. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited. So um, December first, actually, we launched uh, our group coaching offer. And the, the whole point of this offer was uh, I had seen so many 
clients, so many prospects, so many people that struggle in so many areas when it comes to social media. And um, what a lot of people don't know about me is I don't just help with LinkedIn. And so I said, you know what, if I've got all this knowledge and information and it's just in my head and I'm leveraging it for just my business, you know, it's really not helping everybody, right? It's helping my current clients, but there's a lot of people that, you know, maybe don't have the budget to work with me one-on-one -on -one, or they don't have the budget to work with me for like a six month engagement. So I said, how can I impact more people? How can I make this affordable so that if someone needs help with TikTok or Instagram or LinkedIn, or maybe they need help with their calendar systems, or maybe they need help with their uh, business technology, that they can get live coaching and they can do it in a group context so that there's masterminding and networking. And, and, and as a result of it, we are now obviously having people get results in their business, but they're even networking with each other and becoming each other's clients. And, and there's just so much value that happens when, when iron can sharpen iron and you can get a group of people together for a common goal of learning and sharing wisdom. And so what I built was every single week I go live on in my virtual studio. It's at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the investment, and this investment is only valid until March 1st. The price is actually going to be going up. But right now, anyone that's listening or that's going to watch this replay for just 97 a month, so it's basically like one night out you know, a month, um, you are going to get four calls per month live where we're going to focus on specific topics. We're going to do Q&A. I bring in guest speakers. Uh, I'm sure I'll be bringing in uh, Richard Kaufman at some point to come speak about podcasting. And the goal is how can we impact more people? Uh, and, and at 97 bucks a month, there isn't a, a better offer I've seen on the planet where not only you get the live coaching, but you get two digital courses, immediate access, One's a landing page course and one teaches you how to launch your LinkedIn company page. And I will personally coach you on how to launch your LinkedIn newsletter, which mine launched a year ago and fast forward a year later, almost 18,000 subscribers. So I'm going to give you my exact framework. Those are the bonuses. Uh, and the nice thing is, is I'm also giving people the ability to, uh, if they wanted to actually enroll for the year at just 997. So it's it's a it's what we call a uh, it's what we call an irresistible offer. And again, the goal is impact. My goal is to have a hundred members. You know, uh, by the end of this year, we've got about fifteen or sixteen in there uh, so far, and more people are actually deciding to uh, enroll every single week. So uh, I wanted to you know share with that with your audience. I hope to see some folks in there for anybody that has questions or you want to hop on a call with me. I'll make sure Richard um, you know, puts my virtual coffee link in the show notes. I'm happy to, to speak with anybody. But again, that rate of 97 bucks a month, it goes up to 197 starting March 1st. So I always tell everyone, you know, take advantage now. Strike while the iron's hot. If you need to grow your business, grow your online presence, grow your impact in 2024, I would love to coach you to get there. All right. So Damon says, um, Jordan, how do you do all this without your head exploding? So, you know, <laughs> for, for me, it's everything I do is intentional. Um, everything I do is I go by a calendar. As you taught me, I use Calendly. If it wasn't for Calendly, I'd be lost. But I schedule everything out from six in the morning to six at night. So how do you you stay so successful without wanting to have your head explode? Yeah, and these are these are actually the exact topics that I'm coaching on every week is systems and processes. You know, without systems and processes, without people on my team that are in places that I can't be because I I just wouldn't have the bandwidth. You know, you got to have those in place, and and so uh, that's really the answer is you got to have your systems and processes dialed in. You have to have your calendars dialed in. You've got to know where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, and for how long you're going to be there. And just like now, like uh, as we're wrapping up, cause I've got to be somewhere, you know, you yeah. got to have that stuff dialed in, right? You, you got to have those yeah. processes. And, and so if you are a person that's like, I can't even keep this together, then this weekly coaching is literally perfect for you because I'm going to help you. I take the complicated and make it simple. 
I take the hard and make it easy. Uh, and that only happens when you have someone that's been in your shoes, that's been through what you're going through and has gotten to the other side. And that's what I'd love to uh, help you guys with. All right. So last question is, how do we find you? Is there a website that we can go to where you have everything in one, one shot? Yeah. Yeah. Best place to find this, especially group coaching. You go to www.blazeyourowntrailconsulting.com slash group coaching, and you'll find the offer. You'll find the testimonials, all the bonuses, and you'll be able to register. And then uh, I'm going to send Richard my virtual coffee link for those of you that say, you know what, I'm not ready to invest yet, but I'd love to chat with you one-on-one. -on -one. And who knows, some of my other programs might be a better fit for you than than the group. Some of you guys do better one-on-one. -on -one. So anyone, uh, I definitely want to open that opportunity to chat with anyone in, in Richard's network. So, but I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Round three, you know, every time is fun with you, my friend. Make sure you guys are listening to Richard's podcast. He does such an amazing job at a host and really edifying his guests. So I appreciate all you do, Richard. And thanks so much for the opportunity. Hi, right, brother. Love you. Keep crushing it. Yes, sir. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. Please hit subscribe and share. Please feel free to leave us a comment.